Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim Amar Avram Golda and today Maseches Kedushin Daf Yedzayin. The first parak Hayisha Nikneis. The Zichud Maseches Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. Tonight I'm discuss how much an Evid Evi receives for Hanukkah. Three opinions are offered. Rebmer says Chamesh slime Kol Min Vamin. Five slime from each type mentioned in the pasuk. Flock, granary, and wine, Shehenu Chamesha slime, which totals 15 slime. He mentions the total to clarify that five slime of each type are not required so long as the total amount is 15 slime. Rabbi says, Shloshim, Kishloshim Shal Evit, 30 slime, like the 30 given to the master of an Evit killed by an animal. Rabbi Shimon says, Chamishim, Kachamishim Shibbe Erechim, 50 slime, like the 50 paid for the highest Erech pledge. Remer derives the amount from a Gezer Shabba from the five slime given to a Kohen for Bechor and applies it to each variety rather than the total because the word Rekam, empty, appears in the Pasuk before the three varieties. Rabbi Yudah is a Gezer Shabba from the 30 slime of an Evikanani, and the Gemara explains why he didn't compare it instead to Erechim, and Rabbi Shimon has a Gezer Shabba from Erechim. Pointing to his taught in the Brisa, Evid Ivri Ovidas Aben Veino Ovidas Abbas, and Evid Ivri serves the master's son, but not the daughter if there's no son. Anama Ivria, a Nirza, and one sold to an idolater do not even serve their master's sons. Concerning the first law of Brisa Darshan's Apasik, and he shall serve you six years, implying he shall serve you, the master, but not the heir of the master, referring to a brother or daughter. Nevertheless, he serves the son because the Pasuk says, Sheish Sham Yavod, he shall serve six years without specifying you. The more explains that a son is presumed to be a more direct substitute of the father than a brother because a son stands in his father's place for Yud, to marry his father's Amiibria, and for Steachuza, he can redeem ancestral land. The father was Maktish before Yovel, such that it will not transfer to Kohanim at Yovel. Although a brother stands in his deceased brother's place for Yibum, the Gemara responds, Kum yesh yibum elba makum ben. Is there any Yibum except where there's no son? Hayesh ben, ain Yibum, when there is a son, there's no Yibum. And point number three, Rav has said, Biblically, an idolater inherits his father. As the Pasuk says, He shall calculate with his Gentile purchaser, which teaches, but not with the purchaser's heirs, meaning a Jewish slave of an idolater is not inherited, which implies that ordinarily they do inherit his possessions. Yochan provides a different source on the next daf. Agar does not inherit his father biblically because he's not halakhically related to him, but inherits him rabbinically. This is seen from a Mishnah discussing Agar and idolater, who are brothers, who inherit their father's possessions, and among them are idols or other goods which are prohibited in benefit. The Ger can offer the idolater to take all the idols, and he'll take money instead. He cannot make his exchange after the idols come into his domain. This proves that Agar does not inherit his father biblically because otherwise he could not offer the above exchange trading idols he legally owns for other goods. Rather, he only inherits rabbinically Shemiyachzer Lesura, lest he return to his former ways to receive the inheritance. Agar is not inherited at all by his son who is either an idolater or Agar. So once again, the three points are number one. Tonight, I'm discuss how much an Ebed Evi receives for Hanaka. Three opinions are offered. Reb Mer says, Chamesh slime mekol min v'min. Five slime from each type mentioned in the Pasuk, flock, granary, and wine. Shehenu chamesh esrei slime, which totals 15 slime. He mentions the total to clarify that five slime of each type are not required so long as the total amount is 15 slime. Yudah says, Shloshim, Kishloshim shal Ebed, 30 slime, like the 30 given to the master of an Ebed killed by an animal. 
Rabbi Shimon says chamishim kachamishim should be erchim, fifty slime, like the fifty paid for the highest erch pledge. Rimer derives the amount from a gazer shelver from the five slime given to a kohen for bechor and applies it to each variety rather than the total because the word reikam, empty, appears in the pasuk before the three varieties. Rabbi Yudah is a gazer shelver from the thirty slime of an evikanani, and the Gemara explains why he didn't compare it instead to erchim. And Rabbi Shimon has a gazer shelver from erchim. Point number two is taught in the Brisa, Evid Ivri Ovidas Haban Ve'ino Ovidas Habas. And Evid Ivri serves the master's son, but not the daughter if there's no son. Anama Ivriya, a Nirza, and one sold to an idolater do not even serve their master's sons. Concerning the first law of Brisa Darshan's Apasik, Shanim, and he shall serve you six years, implying Lechav Yorish, he shall serve you, the master, but not the heir of the master, referring to a brother or daughter. Nevertheless, he serves the son because the Pasuk says, Sheish Shami Yavud, he shall serve six years without specifying you. The more explains that a son is presumed to be a more direct substitute of the father than a brother because a son stands in his father's place for Yud, to marry his father's Amiivria, and for Steachuza, he can redeem ancestral land the father was Maktish before Yovo, such that it will not transfer to Kohanim at Yovo. Although a brother stands in his deceased brother's place for Yibum, the Gemara responds, Klum yesh yibum ben. Is there any Yibum except where there's no son? Hayesh ben, ain't Yibum. When there is a son, there's no Yibum. And point number three, Rav said, Biblically, an idolater inherits his father. As the Pusik says, Vichishavim konehu. He shall calculate with his Gentile purchaser, which teaches, but not with the purchaser's heirs, meaning a Jewish slave of an idolater is not inherited, which implies that ordinarily they do inherit his possessions. Ryochan provides a different source on the next off. A ger does not inherit his father biblically because he's not halakhically related to him, but inherits him rabbinically. This is seen from a Mishnah discussing a ger and idolater, who are brothers, who inherit their father's possessions, and among them are idols or other goods which are prohibited in benefit. The ger can offer the idolater to take all the idols, and he'll take money instead. He cannot make his exchange after the idols come into his domain. This proves that a ger does not inherit his father biblically because otherwise he could not offer the above exchange trading idols he legally owns for other goods. Rather, he only inherits rabbinically shemiyachzer lesura, lest he return to his former ways to receive the inheritance. A ger is not inherited at all by a son who is either an idolater or a ger. Alright, so now we go to our simon of Zion, and our standard simon is a used car. A used car, used car salesman. So here goes. The freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Anaka, from the Evid Ivri working for his late master's son, saw a gear drive off of the car he bought with monies inherited rabbinically from his father, leaving his brother, the idolater, behind holding his late father's idols. Once again, some motion. The freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car, used car, that must mean we're on Duff. Yud Zion. The freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Hanaka, which reminds us there's a three-way Malchus regarding how much an Evid Ivri receives for Hanaka, whether it's 15, 30, or 50 slime. So the freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Hanaka, from the Evid Ivri working for his late master's son, which reminds us it was taught in the price that Evid Ivri over as a ben ve'en over as a bus, and Evid Ivri serves a master's son, but not the daughter if there's no son. Anami Ivri, a nirza, and one sold to an idolater, do not even serve their master's sons. Concerning the first law, Abraisa Darshan Zapasik, Vavdecha Sheshanim, and he shall serve you six years, implying Lucha, Ulala Yorish, he shall serve you, the master, but not the heir of the master, referring to a brother 
or daughter. Nevertheless, he serves the son because the Pasik says, She Shanim Yavod, he shall serve six years without specifying you. The Gemara goes on to explain that a son is presumed to be a more direct substitute of the father than a brother because a son stands in his father's place for you to marry his father's Amr Ivriya, and for Steyachuza, he can redeem ancestral land. The father was Makdish before Yovel. So the freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Anaka, from the Evid Ivri working for his late master's son, saw a gear drive off with a car he bought with monies inherited rabbinically from his father, leaving his brother the idolater behind, holding his late father's idols. Which reminds the brings a mission discussing a gear and idolater who are brothers who inherit their father's possessions and among them are idols or other goods which are prohibited in benefit. The gear can offer the idolater to take all the idols and he'll take money instead. He could not make this exchange after the idols come into his domain. This proves that Agar does not inherit his father biblically because otherwise he could not offer the above exchange trading idols he legally owns for other goods. Rather, he only inherits rabbinically lest he return to his former ways to receive the inheritance. So once again, the freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his anaka from the Evid Ivri working for his late master's son, saw a gear drive off with a car he bought with monies inherited rabbinically from his father, leaving his brother the idolater behind, holding his late father's idols. All right, so now it's time for four Bagabach Chazar. Daf Yud Gimel. So the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must mean we're on Daf Yud Gimel. The bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit, who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushim, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that a man once stole ribbons from a woman, and when she asked for them, he responded, if I give them to you, will you be married to me? She accepted them and was silent. We've now come rule that she can say, ain't shakli, bididi shakli, yes, I took them, but I took that which was mine and did not accept them as Kedushim. So the bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushin wisely refused to get involved because he wasn't qualified and it would be worse than bringing a mabul. Which reminds Rav Yudah quoted Shmuel, Koshenu Yedei Betiv Gidim V'Kedushin Anyone who does not know the laws of a Gidim and Kedushin lo Yehelo Esek should have no involvement in them. Rav Yochanan added, V'kashen Om Yosem Edoha Mabul and those who involve themselves without qualification are worse for the world than the generation of the flood. So the bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushin wisely refused to get involved because he wasn't qualified and it would be worse than bringing a mabul and shared that he had plans to bring the ola for his late mother because she booted the Raisa and she died after bringing her khatas. Which reminds us two disputes were recorded which revolve around if she booted the Raisa. The obligation of a person's property is beholden to a debt biblically requiring payment after his death. A mission states about a woman who gave birth who brought her requisite khatas but died before bringing her Ola, that her heirs must bring her Ola. Shmuel qualifies this, it only applies where she designated an Ola while she was still living. But if she didn't, her heirs do not bring an Ola. The Gemara deduces that he holds Shibuda loved the Raisa. The obligation on her inherited property is not beholden biblically. Rabbi Yochanan says the heirs must bring her Ola even if she did not designate one because he holds Shibuda the Raisa. Daf Yedalad. So the similar Daf Yedalad is a hand and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The Yavama who is juggling diamonds juggling. That must be learned Daf Yadalad, Yad. The Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer, which reminds the Gemara brings the source of the Kinyanim of a Yavam. The Yavam's death permits her based on a Kalvachomer. If a married woman whose adultery is punishable by death becomes permitted through her husband's death, then a Yavama whose adultery is only a love should certainly become permitted with the Yavam's death. 
So the Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan castle, which reminds the Gemara brings the Kenyanim of an Evid Ivri and the source for acquiring an Evid with money. The Torah teaches that an Ama Ivri can be redeemed by deducting time served from her original purchase price. This indicates she was originally purchased with money, proving that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with money. So the Yavama who's juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan Kasif and saw an Evid sold by Basin show off his bored ear to a Mokhar Atzmo who looked in disgust, which reminds us that Brisa discusses four distinctions between a servant who sells himself and one sold by Basin, one of them being that a Mokhar Atzmo Enonirza, one who sells himself, cannot have his ear bored to remain after completing his term. Mokharu Basin Nirza, but one sold by Basin can have his ear bored to remain. Rabbi disputes all the distinctions, saying that both types of servants are only sold for six years, can be Nirza, receive gifts upon leaving, and can be given a Shifcha Khananis. Dov Tezvav, so the similar Dov Tezvav relates to Tubishvat, and we use a fruit bowl. So here goes. After the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be more in Dov Tezvav, Tubishvat. After the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the evidence sold by Baystan, which reminds us, a bright in the previous Dov listed in Machok is about several differences between an Evid Ivri who sold himself and one sold by Baystan. Here the Gemara explains the opinion that one who sold himself does not receive Anaka gifts when he goes free. The Pusik says about one sold by Baystan, Hanek Taniklo, you shall surely give him gifts, Lo, the Lolo Mokharazmo, teaching that they are only given to him and not to one who sells himself. The more brings an explanation for what the other ton of darshans from the word Lo. So, after the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the Evid sold by Bastin, three fruit bowls arrived and were given to the three different types of Evid Ivri to celebrate their freedom at Yobo, which reminds us where Beliezer ben Yaakov requires three psukim to teach that each type of Evid Ivri, one who sold himself, one sold by Bastin, and Anirza, go free at Yobo. So, after the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, owing to the Evid sold by Bastin, three fruit bowls arrived and were given to the three different types of Evid Ivri to celebrate their freedom at Yovel, leaving only the Jewish slave of an idolater redeemed by his rich uncle who wasn't going free empty-handed, which reminds us, this Malchokas of a Jewish slave of an idolater goes free when redeemed by relatives or others. But Yossi Agui holds, it's logical he should serve others who redeem him, because if he would go free, they would hold back and not redeem him. Rabbi Kiva holds, it's logical that he should serve relatives who redeem him, because otherwise, every day he would go and sell himself to idolaters, knowing his relatives will free him. Daftezayin, so the simmer Daftezayin is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes. So here goes. After the acrobat with large toes, acrobat with large toes, that must be more enough. Tezayan. After the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Evid Ivri with a star, just like an Ame Ivriya, which reminds us, Ulus says the source that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with a star is the Pasuk Imacheros Ikachlo. If he takes another wife, in addition to his father's Ame Ivriya, Ikisha Kasva Acheros, the Pasuk compares the Amma to the other ordinary wife. So just as a wife is acquired with a star, an Amma, and by extension an Evid, is also acquired with a star. Rav Yaku provides a second drasha. So, after the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, which reminds us, Robert teaches that an Ebed Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term, and therefore, the master who forgives the remainder of what the slave owes him, the remainder is not forgiven because the master's partial ownership of the Ebed Ivri 
cannot be forgiven. So, after the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, and that the Ami Ivriya didn't go free. Upon her father's death, which reminds us, Ravamra quotes a Bryce which lists the servants who receive Hanaka gifts as one who goes out at the end of six years at Yovo with the master's death and an Ami Ivriya through Simanim. But he doesn't list the father's death. This proves conclusively that an Ami Ivriya does not go free with the father's death. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff to discuss the source for acquiring an Ebed Ivri with a star? One being that it was learned from a hackage between an Ami Ivriya and an ordinary wife. That's on Duff. Tezain. Good number two. Which stuff do we have with Malchok? If Shibuta the right if the obligation of a person's property is beholden to a debt biblically requiring payment after death, such as bringing a late mother's Ola after she already brought a Khatas. That's on Duff. Yod Gimel. Good number three. Which of the one in Evid Evening serves as late master's sons, but not his daughter nor brother? That's on Duff. Yudzain. Good number four. Which of the one of the different ways that an Evid is acquired, one of them being through a Kenyan Kesef? That's on Duff. Yudalad. Good number five. Which of the one in Ama Ivriya does not go free upon her father's death? That's on Duff. Tazayin. Good number six. Which stuff do we have a three with Mahogs regarding how much an Ebed Ivri receives for his Anaka? That's on Dov. Yedzayin. Good number seven. Which of the Ebed Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term? That's on Dov. Tazayin. Good number eight. Which of the one of the Shmuel rules that if a man was Makadish a woman with a single date, we have to be concerned that it was worth a pruta in Madai? That's on Dov. Yud base. Good number nine. Which stuff we have a case where a ger and an idolater inherit their late father, and we learn that the ger only inherits rabbinically? That's on Duff. Yudzayin. Good. And number ten. Which stuff are three different psukim brought to teach that the three different types of Ebed Ivri go free at Yovel? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldhoff from Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.